Hello and welcome in. I am Greg Smith, Senior Recruiting Analyst here at Inside Nebraska, and I am joined for the Rapid Recap video by staff writer Steve Mark, also staff writer Jeff Ekstrom. Guys, we just had another post-practice availability as we're but a week away from fall camp being officially over as this is the last week of practices before the team heads out to Ireland. We've got kind of a goofy Sunday press conference set up, which will be our Northwestern Week press conference, uh, but that'll all be here before we know it. But today, we saw, we heard from uh, defensive coordinator Eric Chenander, uh, defensive front coach Mike Dawson, special teams coordinator Bill Bush, as well as a handful of players, um, some specialists that came out. So I guess I'll start here with you, Steve. I guess what, did, what stood out to you most about today and what we heard at the practice? Yeah, I was over with uh, Shenander, and the biggest thing that I took away from him was he said there are a lot of spots on the de defensive side of the ball that are being solidified, so that's good to hear. Um, he didn't really care to mention names, but that's not <laughs> that, we're not going to expect that much. But he did say there is there is a position that is kind of still up for grabs, and that's uh, nickel. Okay. And he said that that could be like an or-or-or situation <laughs> when you're looking at Isaac Gifford, Chris Klarovic, the uh, who transi transitioned over from middle linebacker, and then also Javen Wright, who is a big, long athlete who, who hasn't been able to stay on the field because of some medical situations earlier in his career. But he's back now. He's healthy. He's at practice. He's looking good. Um, so that, that was one of the kind of key, key takeaways that I had. And also in the defensive backfield, um, we know that they lost three out of the four starters. Quentin Newsom corner is the only one coming back that started last year. Um, and Shenander was up front and he said he feels confident that he can play four to five different guys in that defensive backfield. Um, and, and so that kind of has me thinking who those guys are. He did mention one name, um, Omar, Omar Brown, the transfer from Northern Iowa. He's a former FCS All-American. Um, last year, or a back, couple of... Back yeah, healthy out yeah. there practicing this Yes, well. back healthy. He's out there. Made the switch from corner to, to safety. So he's kind of stepped up, stepped up his game and is showing Shenander that he, he's athletic enough and good enough to, to play both spots. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of wrote down some name here, names here. I think it's kind of set in stone that um, Miles Farmer and um, Marquise Buford Jr. is going to be the top two safeties um, out there for Northwestern. Um, Quentin Newsom. Tommy Hill, Braxton Clark still kind of battling it out, but man, Tommy Hill has been looking good. He um, gets talked about so much. Yeah, like, every we can't go time. on post practice no. without hearing about Tommy Hill. Absolutely, um, and that's what it always just makes me think that we're, we're going to see him, like yeah. whether or not he wins that battle or not. And I think I think he will. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to see him out there. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, backup uh, safety. I like Deshaun Singleton a lot. I know Noah Paul Gates is still with the program, and and you know he's been here for a while and hasn't quite had that. Um, experience that, that many would want him to have at this stage of his career, but I like Deshaun Singleton. I think he's, you know, a big, strong athlete coming from junior college, and, you know, once he gets the playbook down, I think that's going to be very beneficial for him to un understand what he's doing, and I think Shenander's going to really enjoy that as well. Yeah, absolutely, and, and Jeff, yeah, I know you were over with some specialists yeah. today, so yeah, I know you were over with Brian Bushini, the transfer punter, um, who, who was a great talker, and I, yeah. you found that out yeah. today. I talked to him after he got, uh, after he transferred to Nebraska, like he's one of the few transfers that actually picked up the phone after he transferred over. It's very hard to get those guys on the phone, so what'd you learn from uh, Brian today? Well, yeah, Greg, like you mentioned, just an absolute great talker. I mean, he's one of the classic, he's from Montana, Midwest guys who can just kick it back with you and just chat your up all day, and it was really insightful because one of the big takeaways I had from his discussion was consistency, and part of that was the adjustment that he made with where he looked at when he was punting the ball. Uh, beforehand, he actually just said, to be honest, 
he just didn't look at anything when he was punting the ball, uh, when he was looking down. But uh, after talking with a bunch of professional punters like Sam Cook, um, Johnny Hecker, and a bunch of guys in the NFL, uh, he made the adjustment to start looking at the nozzle of the football. Um, and after that, he said it, he's been consistently hitting the ball, kicking the ball between 40 and 50 yards. Um, and just It's a lot more consistent. He feels better about it. Um, and I think the whole special teams unit, as a result, feels better about it like he does. Yeah, absolutely. And on special teams, I was over some with Bill Bush, uh, a special teams coach, who was very happy <laughs> with what, what he saw out of his unit today. Um, and one of the things that I know Bushini also mentioned, was, and Bush mentioned it too, was how excited everyone was to get out kind of in the elements today. If you, if you don't notice already, we are indoors recording this video when we are normally in Memorial Stadium. And that is because of that. Look over there. It's still a little, a little damp out there, right? It's still rainy. But that is ultimately good for the team, right? Because you never know what you're going to see throughout the course of a season. There's not going to be perfectly hot weather um, the entire year, especially here in Nebraska. So you want to get out there and kick in the elements. Um, and so I, it was good for the team to be able to do that. And Bush was really happy with how that went um, and how everybody handled that. Bush brings the energy. He was the first Man. assistant out, and he was just like, okay, media, okay, media, let's go, let's get this done. He said open practice. Yes, he, he was did. pumping us up. Yes, I think he's getting really confident and comfortable in his situation, and maybe that's from, you know, seeing his specialists and special teams units practice each day and maybe it's giving him some some good vibes but the thing is is if you think about it he's got a his it's a new group but it's a veteran group of guys that he's working with right so you know we we talk kind of off off uh, mic here beforehand of Brian Machine being a married old guy right um and so he's a mature guy Timmy Bleakroad again is another mature guy that that had been around the block the guys that he's picking from after in the return game are all veteran players right so he doesn't have you know a lot of wild cards a couple of young guys that are trying to work in there in the return game, but that probably helps him sleep better at night and be a little more peppy as well, not that he doesn't always bring the energy anyway. Yeah, when you talk about veterans, Brian was made, uh, he made sure to mention his wife Kelly and how they actually have specialist dinners where they invite everyone over and cook them dinner and whatnot, just to bond as a group, so I found that pretty cool. Yeah, that was definitely cool, and one of the things, too, that has been a constant kind of topic of discussion throughout camp, and rightfully so, the edge position on the defense, is Steve, you heard some, some tidbits from Eric Shenander today on what he thinks about how many guys can play at edge spot. Yeah, he, he mentioned five, and so we're going with Garrett Nelson, that's uh, Caleb Tanner, that's Oshawn Mathis, the highly touted transfer from TCU, and then it's also Blaze Gunnarsson and Jamari Butler. So that's five guys that Eric Shenander really feels good about. Scott Frost mentioned it too last time he talked. He thought the uh, edge position is one of the best on the team um, out of all positions. So, uh, yeah, it's really interesting just to think about all the different ways that Eric Shenander can probably devise up uh, a game plan and get m- multiple of those guys, maybe three of them at the same time, on the field at the same time. So. Um, yeah, I mean, Gunnarsson and Butler don't have the experience that those other three do, but I think we're going to see them this year. It's important that they can get some of those live yeah. game reps while they're not counted on to be the guy, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's always important to get that film, but it also helps build that confidence up, right? And, and you know, and you've got some good guys to learn from, uh, from Garrett, Oshot, and Caleb, guys that have been through college football, can teach them a lot of stuff. Um, so I'm excited still about their futures, and it's good. It's a really good sign that those two guys have gotten a lot of mentions from the coaches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, one thing I was kind of thinking of when you were talking, it was 
you know, that's why it's good to have some blowout wins. So guys like yeah. Gunderson, <laughs> Gunderson and Butler can get the reps that they need because, you know, when, when it's a lopsided score, maybe fans kind of tune out and change the channel and, and stop watching. But it's really important for the backup guys to get in, get reps, um, just play football, really, because it's, it's just good, it's good to, to have that happen and get some experience. Now, before we get out of here, I definitely, we, we got to throw it to a little promotion here. Uh, Jeff's got a new podcast coming up. Jeff, tell them about the podcast. Yeah, so a new podcast called Huskers Unheard, a new narrative-driven Inside Nebraska podcast where we're going behind the scenes and in-depth stories around Husker Nation, whether that be with football, basketball, volleyball, no matter what sports, this podcast will dive into those stories um, and just showcase uh, what they have to offer. And the new one, the first one coming out, will be a behind-the-scenes look at the Big Ten Volleyball Media Days that occurred a couple weeks ago. I was able to talk with Greg Nakamura, the director of volleyball at the Big Ten, and get a behind-the-scenes look of how the inaugural Big Ten Volleyball Days commenced. And it's sure a good list if you won't want to miss it. Yeah, that'll be great. Make sure you guys are checking that out. Uh, make sure you like this YouTube video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel here at Inside Nebraska. Also, pop over to Nebraska.Rivals.com. Subscribe there as well. We greatly appreciate the team working hard uh, for everybody. We'll continue to pump out that content. We will catch you guys next time.